kaboom in the woomer. What does what does that mean? I don't know what woomer is. I just made it up, I guess. But I guess it might mean womb. When I was in my mother's vagina, I was explosive. Since you're a cis man, I just don't want to hear you talk about vaginas. Cisman is actually our term now. <laughs> um, and I resent all of that because I am a cisman. I resent everything um, as the stance of the cisman. When the cisman get together for their annual cisman convention, they always are resentful. It's, a, it's actually a, a convention of resentment. We resent being there. We resent speaking. It's just practice. It's how we practice. <laughs> You're listening to the Taking Back Slut podcast with Jennifer Doan, bringing you talks, tools, and tips so you can be the safest, sexiest slut you can be. Welcome back to the podcast, Sean. Hello. Uh, it's been like a year, I oh. think. It's gone by really fast. Yeah, we were in the old house last time we talked. No, I've talked to you lots since then. <laughs> that might be true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're going to talk about um, how we felt, like what happened uh, when we lived apart. Okay. Um, you're all going to hear the gentle tingle, the tinkling of our Starbucks beverages, our ice Starbucks beverages. I hate supporting this company, but no one makes a refresher like them. They made it up. (laughs) (laughs) They make up and brand their own drinks so that no one can make them like them. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, I have my my guava drink here. Anyway, um, so the month of June, Mm -hmm. I stayed in an Airbnb for a month. Um, We decided that together. Yep. And for me, that was, um, like a lot of things were the catalyst of that. One was obviously COVID and spending like a lot of time together and feeling like I needed a little bit of space. Um, the other was obviously I wanted to do some work, but like that was more of like a surface level thing. Um, and I guess the other was that I, you and I have been together for seven years now Mm -hmm. and I, have really kind of changed a lot, I think, since you met me. And I just wanted to spend some time with the person that I am now and get to know myself as this new, honestly, like, more confident and, I don't know, I mean, how many years being. had it been since you lived alone? Uh, I don't know. We moved in together after a year, so six years. You didn't live alone, though. You had oh, roommates. Oh, yeah, I had roommates. Since I lived alone, I, well, I guess eight, eight or nine. Yeah, so, I mean, that's almost a decade of just never... Being alone. ...actually living by yourself. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, it was probably the same for me. It was pretty close, anyways. No, no, no. It, it was pretty close. It was pretty close. I know that it was more, like, my idea, but you were, like, supportive of it. Did you have any reasons that, like, you wanted to spend time alone? Well, or? initially, when you proposed this idea I I was you know in the same in the same way that like when I told people about it you get the same reaction and I had the same reaction too like it's like it's because of the cliche of like oh we're gonna take a break (laughs) and that became like the first idea And, and a break usually like when people say it it's because they're really trying to figure out if they want to stay with that person 
Um, and that really, I don't know, once we had a conversation about it, even after like 15 minutes, even 10 minutes, um, my idea completely shifted about what that break was going to be. Um, and regardless of feeling like I needed to defend it, I was completely empowered by it in the sense that like, you know, I, I, I don't like to consider us, you know, anything different than anyone except that we can communicate in a way and know that things like this are healthy. Mm. And when COVID hit, I didn't have a job and I was really kind of struggling with, um, with how I was going to shift in that. And I didn't really want anybody around while I was going through that either. And without that time, I don't think I would have been able to discover it. It's not that I, I couldn't achieve that. It was just because I was doing it subconsciously and not making the conscious decision to discover that I, I wouldn't have been able to do that with you around. Right. Yeah, I thought that I had found a lot of resistance from people or like, do they just ask you if you're okay? Yeah, is everything okay with <laughs> you, you guys? Okay? Like even like the like the most the butchiest guys that I know are like, are you good? You you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it, it's like is everything okay between you guys or? What? I mean, it may, it's like not like it makes sense because society says that if you're in love, you kind of have to like follow this specific trajectory, and if you divert from that path, then. Um, yeah, there's lots of You're failing. Out. Exactly. And there's always terms. Like, because almost everybody in the world has been in some sort of relationship, we come up with terms that are, that, you know, everybody tries to put their relationships in categories. Comedians always talk about relationships because that is the biggest thing to relate to other people. Right. So there's a whole bunch of terms that we've come up with, with how, re like, relationships go. So when you say, like, oh, yeah, no, these guys, are, we're going to take a month, or she's got it, she's going to go to an Airbnb for a month. And it's like, oh, is everything okay between you guys? It just seems like the nice thing to do. And it's fine. Like, it was okay because right, I wouldn't, yeah. I didn't mind answering that question. No, of course. Cause, and that's the thing. It is like deviating from the norm. Yeah. Um, and we did it for several reasons. And I think that, you know, most of them worked. Yeah, I mean, what did you get out of it, do you think? Well, it just so happened that I was, like, almost done my album, and the guy that I'm making the album with was available a lot that month, so we got together and we made music. Um, Sean, please don't plug your album on my podcast. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> it, it's not an album that I'm even allowed to have my face on, so there's no way that I can even tell you what it is. Um, but, you know, our... The productivity was really what it was about. When you were just like sitting and you only have you to impress and you only have like um, your flow of the day, you know what I mean? Yeah, like we yeah. kind of have to get into each other's flow. Yeah. And like you have a flow of the day and when there's no one else to either support you in that or to, you know, to distract you from that flow, um, it, it's really interesting what you end up doing for yourself. Totally. Yeah, I found, like, a, a way higher level of creativity. Yeah. Um, I think, and I think that that comes down to, like, being able to be in a flow state. Like, yeah. you, like obviously, you can, like, distract yourself and, like, not. Yeah. But at the same time, it was, like, I dictated what my days looked like, and I was able to more easily drift into 
um, that, that flow state, like that sense of like, um, creating without judgment and like, um, almost being unaware of like the passage of time or like, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that was like one part of it. I mean, like I processed a lot of emotions that month too. Obviously there was like after the murder of George Floyd and like, uh, all the protests had just ramped up at that point. And so I was like, obviously like working on (laughs) my own ties to white supremacy and how I benefit from it. And like a lot of shit was coming up as well as shit coming up from like processing us being apart and like our relationship dynamic and, um, honestly trying to figure out what our relationship looks like and what it, what makes it work at its best. Like what are the tools that make us work at like optimum state yeah yeah yeah. um the answer is traveling all over the world (laughs) well uh we might have to get a divorce then because i don't (laughs) think that's happening in the next three years (laughs) um but i i was thinking about that and and this is like the case for a lot of people is that travel brings out like the best in them and i was i was trying to think of like why that is and obviously there's a lot of like um being in a new place so you're feeling more um open more like creative more inspired yeah i think environment has something to do with it yeah for sure and then like you're being uh like energized by by new experiences uh, experiences. yeah Yeah. and it really doesn't take much like and and, you know i really want to try this as an experiment like what if we did a vancouver day where we were tourists yeah i mean that that could be part of it but i'm also trying to like even and yeah, I'm down for that. I don't want to like just brush that off, <laughs> but like, um, but I want to boil it. Yeah, down. sounds like a good idea. So Get cool. Moving on. Um, <laughs> what do you want to go bike ride in front of Stanley Park? Oh, neat. Idiot. Cool. <laughs> um, I really want to like break down, like boil down what it is, like why why are people at their best when they travel? Like, there's like a playfulness, like a joyfulness, yeah, and also seeing people, um, like operating at their best yeah and like you know i i think that there has something also to do with mathematical order towards pleasure like when you go to a place you're like okay well then we're gonna go to the eiffel tower and we're gonna walk up (laughs) there and then um and then oh there's this really cute like ice cream joint and it's like where you have to like have a schedule of what of pleasure we're (laughs) scheduling all these pieces of pleasure as opposed to like we got to go grocery shopping i don't know if you follow me on instagram yeah but um i do talk about scheduling and pleasure oh yeah 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 i know i know (laughs) but not everybody is a savant of a friggin agenda i just mean like when you're planning things like you know this is more for everybody going out of your way to experience pleasure yeah exactly but the things that you're putting in your calendar all have to do with they're silly they're silly like things that you can do around town that you've heard in blogs or whatever right right. and you're and they're and they're hilariously silly like we do it at home too like we go check out the mural festival or we go to like Like, you know this ice cream shop has a special ice cream yeah we're such suckers for it and we love it and well everyone is (laughs) <laughs> well, oh, no, that's great, and they sh- they should, and, and that's the thing is like when people get together and they organize things like that, like you want to check it out, and so when you travel, you want to check out these restaurants and be like, you gotta go here, man. Right. And so that I don't know, I feel like that that does bring out the best in people because you want to maximize your time there, you want to yeah, have yeah. a good time there too. 
Yeah, you're going out of your way to be happy. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah, if you're you're you're, you're spending money to go and be happy. And I do like for me, I like watching you experience travel. Like mm-hmm. I like watching you because you have such like a outward expression of joy whereas like I tend to be more like inwardly expressive like I'm enjoying myself but mm-hmm. maybe you can't like see and it. reflective I mean you can see it on my face and yeah totally I am reflective but at yeah. the same time like it's not like to the level of where you are you're like a child you're like a baby child yeah like I have video footage of you walking up to um the Disney World castle for the first time yeah and just like losing your mind yeah even yeah. though like Neither of us were... Well, we are Disney people now. We weren't before that trip. Not as... Yeah, not as much. And, and like, and like I don't know. I mean, I, it depends. Like, I, you never go full Disney. Oh, no. I decided that I was going to, like, you know... That, you know, I like the things that I like with Disney. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, their message is so nice. It's nice. We went, we I went, mean, it's a capitalist empire, but we won't... We won't judge it for that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And like, this could speak to everybody. They do positive messages that speak to everybody, like friendship. Friendship, even if you're a dictator and you got your dictator friends, like that's still friendship. It's, (laughs) and like, that was what the theme was. Every dictator needs a good friend. Right? It'd be like, uh, it's so lonely doing dictator. (laughs) Who's going to support you when things get hard, you know? Hey, Vlad. Vlad. Do you like me? <laughs> Buddy, you got this. <laughs> oh, thank you, Vlad. <laughs> Let's kill everyone. <laughs> Together. Yay. Um, is it a problem that our dictators are Russian? I, you know, I was thinking about that, yeah. and I picked the least offensive one. Okay, cool, cool. I went through a sweet little quick Rolodex. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you got to throw an accent to sell the joke. Yeah. What's one that you can definitely make fun of since they've done terrible things yeah, they in have, the past? Yeah, okay. Yeah. They deserve it. <laughs> well, no. Just the dictator does. Yes. Yeah. Putin, if you're listening, I love Putin. <laughs> That's probably safe. <laughs> He's got it. He definitely is a is a listener. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I on I'm bringing it back to our topic at hand here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one thing that I learned is that I don't think that like obviously we live in a one bedroom in the city, but in the future I don't think that I want to share a bedroom with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's one thing that I discovered that like. Oh no, but like not not share a bed. I want to share a bed sometimes with you. But I would like to have sex sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that, but sleep in but a But then different... I'll be like, okay, bye, thank you. Yeah. And then I'll go to my bedroom that's decorated beautifully, and then I'll, like, not wear earplugs and fall peacefully asleep in my giant bed that I just flop out yeah. in. Yeah, and, you know, back in the day, I imagine that kind of thing um, happened. Well, in, like... If we're talking, like, kings and queens times, yeah, they had their oh, own bedrooms. 100%. But also, like, you know, I build a house, and then the wife is like, build yourself another room. I mean, you just <laughs> build one. You, know, you sleep His, in His, like, here. study. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think that that's something that is, like... I mean, there's different seen parts... As... Different parts of our relationship. Sorry, sorry. I just meant that, like... You know, there's different parts of our relationship that are different anyways. We have a different relationship. 
Yeah, but I don't think that it has to be different. I'm saying that, like, more people should know that they can make the rules of their relationship. Like, it's not like, oh, we're unique, so this is what we do. Right. It's like, it's, I, I want everyone to realize that, like... If you want to have separate bedrooms, you can have separate bedrooms. Like, mm-hmm. if you have a second bedroom or, like, a guest room and you want to make that your room, that doesn't mean that your relationship is failing. It means you like to, like, sleep in a big bed and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would be crazy if, like, you know, we had two different offices or, like, you know, I'm an Aries, so I like to yell. And mm-hmm. I would like to yell your name from, like, a different area. Yeah, and I house. want to be so far away that I can't even hear you it. You can't even hear it. I know. <laughs> so, like... Then and you wouldn't have to sit and listen to me do Q&A on Instagram while you're sitting two inches beside me. I, I like your stuff, though. Oh, thanks. Do you like listening to me redo it a hundred times because I didn't make it in one minute? <laughs> I can feel you wondering if I care, and I don't. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be annoying. I usually yeah. have to listen to it a bunch and then write out the captions. Who are then... you talking to? Yeah, I mean... Like, yeah. I have to hear my own same song, like, a thousand times until I don't even want to hear my own voice come out of my own mouth. <laughs> um, you know, I've, I've... I'm annoying. So what is, like, two major things that you learned from living alone? Well, one thing is that when... Is that when I make my own schedule, I'm ambitious about it. Mm. And when I have another person around me to kind of just not dictate energy, but kind of just like not even be responsible for, but just another energy in the room. I know that I'm not 100% in charge, so I'm just wondering what's happening. Right. You know, as opposed to being like, there's no one here to either impress or disappoint. So, like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and it makes me do a lot. Right. Because, like, I almost want to prove to myself that I'm I'm a big boy now. <laughs> you know? Or yeah. something. I mean, I did learn to take care of myself a lot more. Yeah. Like, I just, you know, we're, we're codependent. We've been together for so long. We've been living together for six years. Like... You can't help but have a certain level of codependency. Um, Yeah, I just found that, like, I was able to... I don't know. I, like, didn't know if I was going to be able to fully care for myself, like, because I haven't had to 100% care for myself in years. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I was making my own meals and, like, well, I already do the laundry, but I mean, like, I was, like, you know, like, taking out the garbage and, like, Mm -hmm. doing all of these things that you just do without me ever asking to. And, like, it just kind of, like, reaffirmed that I am a whole human and that, like, I am able and capable to take care of myself if I need to. Yeah. And that was, like... Not that you ever need to go back to that, but it's good that you know now that you can. Well, you never know. You <laughs> could get hit by a bus tomorrow. I don't want to. Okay. But it can. Well, you don't have to. Okay, great. <laughs> it's a, I thought it was a suggestion. I mean, some days it might be a suggestion. Depends on what we're fighting about. <laughs> I mean, our fights are stupid. They can't even be called fights. I guess everybody says that, but, you know, usually, like, we figure out what's happening. And here's the other thing, is that it's not like we didn't see each other. Yeah, that's true. We are still seeing each other fairly regularly. Yeah, we went for a um, walk with the doggy almost every morning. 
Um, he's actually talking to the dog right now. He's not okay. just making that sound. You got a big yawn. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I mean, if there was any questions about it, like, would you recommend it? Yeah, I do recommend I think it's really important for people to take time. If they need it. No, I think everyone needs it. Right. I don't think that this is like a... Some people need space in their relationships and some people can be around their partner 100% of the time. I think that it's important to, like, ground yourself. I'm I'm not saying do exactly what we did. Right, like that, right, right. That comes from a privileged place to be able to, like, take a take month. Take an entire month, yeah, 100%. Um, and to pay for an Airbnb. But, like... I think that, you know, if you can take, like, a night off or, like, your partner or you can go stay somewhere else and house sit or, like, yeah. you know, like, anything. Taking opportunities that you see. I'd say on, like, a, on a, like, simple level, you could, um, there's, a uh, Devin and Steph who on Instagram are, um, awoke and spoken, at Awoke and Spoken, they did this little thing where they didn't talk for 24 hours. So okay. they were still in the house together, but they weren't actually speaking. So they, like, would um, do their own thing. Like, they were working or doing whatever, but they just didn't have any conversations. And then they came back together after. Right. And, like, and that was, like, a little, like, break from each other without actually having to take a break from each other, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, that's really fun for your brain. And that's, like, a way easier way than... You know, taking a month. But And going back to regular relationships or media relationships or stereotypical relationships, we have an idea that taking a break from each other means that we're not completely obsessed and in love with that person. So why did we marry them? Oh, are we on the rocks? And that kind of separation is essential in every single one of your other relationships. Yeah, I mean, how can you... My my opinion is that if you are if you don't have a fully realized relationship with yourself, then your your relationship is going to be like codependent to detriment. Like you can't avoid a certain amount of codependency because like living together and yeah, it's going to happen. I don't um, think I have a fully realized relationship with myself. That's I mean we it's a it's a work in progress, right? I yeah. mean I feel in the last. I mean, honestly, COVID has helped a lot <laughs> with that. But, like, in the past year, I think I've had a way better relationship with myself. And this month away was really, really helpful yeah. with that. Because I, I don't know. I just had, like, a better, better idea of what I wanted and who I was and, like, who I was and I was alone. And... It's, it really kind of like gave me a vision of what my future looked like. And we talked a lot about that too. I think while, while we were apart, when we took the dog out together, when we like went on dates and stuff, um, I'd ask you like what your future looked like. And like, we had these very like different visions of what our futures looked like. Yeah. But it wasn't something that like we couldn't be together for. No. But neither of us was like. The same. <laughs> Neither of us was imagining the other person in the future that we saw. We were like very career focused yeah. in both of our visions. Yeah. So even though like we weren't in our specific fantasies of the future, mm -hmm. it was still like we could be in the picture for that. Like you had, you were like, oh, I want to like tour and I want to like do this and that. And then mine was like, oh, I want to do like, I want to do 
like a speak like talks in like different places and like go to um like sex conventions and like speak at them and stuff and it was like we were both and i feel like we just are because we're both in our 30s we're very like career focused right now imagine you could be in love and have your dreams too (laughs) impossible 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 but like that's the thing like i don't want to be so attached to you or you so attached to me that we got in the way of either of those visions yeah you know i don't want to like feel like if you were like oh i'm going away for a month because i'm gonna and that's the thing like people do that all the time for work how come work is like it's okay to leave but it's not okay to leave for, like, mental health. Because you're sharing the money? Because capitalism. Because <laughs> yeah, capitalism yeah. is infused into our society and all we care about is money, so it's okay to leave if it's money. It's okay to, like, care about money. I feel like, ultimately, we did this... Part of why we did this was for money, too. Not really. I mean, I wasn't, like... I don't I, think that we can make money unless we, like, spend time alone. Well, that's true. I don't think... Uh, yeah. I mean, I do... Make you a better person, therefore make you, like, a more successful person. Yeah. A more rounded person, you know? And, like, it's not like when we got back together, we were back to our old um, tricks. I mean, when you first came back... Yeah, how's it been since... Well, when you first came back, it was a little bit different because we, we'd, like, I guess started new routines. But we both had the notion that we wanted to wake up earlier. And it took us, we, when we, when you came, first came back, we started to kind of ease back into our old routines. And then we were like, no, no, no. Like we have this thing in our head that we want to wake up earlier. We want to get more shit done. And since then we have returned to that. Yeah, it's true. We woke up at like 6am today. I'm so tired. <laughs> That's Sorry, nothing Raina. for some people. Check your check your sleeping privilege there. Six a.m. is pretty early, man. Yeah, it seems pretty normal. Normal, he says. Um, but yeah, well, for a farmer, <laughs> that's late. Um, I don't know anything about farming. You know, when it when it comes down to it, we did, we did a fair amount of research on ourselves. And when we came back, we tried to get away with our old shit, but because we've reprogrammed something or just put a need inside of us, it's like, I need to be able to not run out of time in a day. Mm, yeah. That was like the that biggest thing big. for me. Yeah. It was really big. It's like, for I me. need to not run out of time in the day. And there's pleasure in my day that I want to tackle as well. Mm-hmm. And I need to have enough time to make that okay too. Yeah. So when we came back, even though we kind of like eased into that old routine eventually where we know that it's at our our forefront and we put it in our heads that like that's what it is and then since like i don't know i guess in the last month and a half we've been waking up early we have a really good routine and like you know in the past week and a half that routine's getting tighter Mm -hmm. and i can i can only see us like progressing to a tighter and tighter routine without even putting it on each other like guilting each other right. into it. Like, did you go to the gym or did you do this? <laughs> it's not about that. It's more just like in our heads, we have like a bigger urgency to like make every moment worth it. Yeah. So that we have time alone. I mean, it sucks that like I'm not going to work five days a week because that, I, I'm, as an Aries, I like being in like big situations. That's where I brainstorm. That's where my mind is is like working and like networking is part of my electricity and electricity mm-hmm. is how I get like all this crazy out. So when I'm like, 
you know, either you're getting it yeah. or I have to put it into something. And I if, like to, like, hermit away my little Virgo self. Yeah, which is fine. But, I mean, that's why, like, sometimes I have to, like, you know. Can a Virgo love an Aries? Yeah. Because, because, <laughs> Any sign can because love I start the conversations and annoy a person so you can start having that conversation with them. <laughs> no, I don't annoy people. Do I? I don't know. Probably some people. Yeah, but, you know, I always feel like people like me and they love you. Let us know in the comments, were you annoyed by Sean today? <laughs> I sure was. I'm sick of hearing my voice. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I found that the, the month after, um, I don't know, I felt really charged up about our relationship. I was like, okay, yeah. I know that, you know, it's not an issue with us. I know that it's not, like, that we need to, like not be together it's just that we need to have separate um relationships with ourselves as well so would you ever do this experiment again yeah um i mean you left and i had the dog 24 7 yeah that was a lot that was nice of you yeah um so i'd switch yeah <laughs> not not that not that i didn't like like bonding with my dog I love that. He is was perfect and highly recommend a dog for a pandemic. But it's still a responsibility. Yeah, just, you know, it that was one person I did have to consider in my planning. Mm-hmm. It's easier. <laughs> no offense, but it's easier to Well, you plan tell him what to dog. do. Yeah. You didn't tell me what to do. Speaking of tell him what to do, what time uh, yeah, he probably needs needs his dinner time now. Is it dinner time? It's dinner time. Oh, it's dinner time. All right, well, let's wrap up then so we okay. can feed this little baby boy. Well, you might starve. Who knows? You might knows? starve. Who knows? We've got we to gotta wrap this podcast up before you can have your dinner. <laughs> I mean, he did this. He woke up. He knew it was time. Yeah, I know. We, he ate it like... So you don't need to. You don't need to know this. Nobody needs to know this but us. I think that he I ate early this morning. This is the most important part of the podcast. <laughs> okay, Chomsky had breakfast at uh, seven today, so he deserves dinner now. Um, so, Sean, thank you so much for coming on and talking about your feelings today. I really had a great time. All right. Well, you want to shake hands or what? No. Yeah, it seems I'm, weird. We're not really there yet. Okay. Let me know. Speak. <laughs> Say goodbye, Chomp. Thank you for listening to the Taking Back Slut podcast with Jennifer Doan. To learn more about me, you can check out my website, jenniferdoanconsulting.com. Or for rants and unapologetic nudes, follow me on Instagram at J-E-N-N underscore D-O-A-N.